Welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 15 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment. might throw in a sports story or something else going on in uh, local news or national news. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And so before I, I start off this podcast, uh, and y'all, if you listen, you, you, you know where this is probably going. I need to give some kudos out to my my, my horn frogs, my TC horn frogs, they made it to the national championship. That game did not go very well, though, but it was still an awesome season. Very proud of them as an alum and parent of a horn frog. Couldn't, couldn't have been a greater season. Now, you know, you hear all the, the skeptics and the critics and, and everything around, you know, the, the college football playoffs and, you know, they're going in when, you know, they put TCU in, they didn't deserve to be there. You know, there's all these Alabama favorites that want, you know, all SEC into the college football playoffs. And, and TCU proved that they belonged by, by beating, you know, Michigan like they did. You know, they're one of the college football royalty. They did not play well against Georgia. And that just stirred the fervor up up some more. But, you know, that's why you play the games. You play the games to see who wins. And in college football, for the tradition is just to anoint a national champion uh, based on, you know, reputation, you know, their record, their conference, you know, competition. But still, those games weren't always played. And you didn't get to always get a sense that it could have been different. I mean, you, I think the March Madness is a great example. 64 teams go in, one team comes out, and very rarely is it a number one seed. Very rarely is it the number one overall one seed. Really, do you have all four number one seeds in there? So it, it shows that when you play the games, the outcomes aren't always what you expect. And so I think once we expand the playoffs to, to 12 teams, you're going to see some differences and it's going to give some other teams a chance to show what they're, they're capable of, what they're capable of in their, in their conference. And I think it's just going to be more interesting. But kudos, congrats. You know, love goes out to my home frogs. Great season and look forward to next season. So if you've seen the video of the the armed citizen shooting in in the restaurant in Houston. So if you've heard about it, so I'll just kind of lay the picture out. The security video shows a restaurant. It's in the strip center. There are about, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen tables in view of the camera. You know, it probably seats, you know, that shows that that's probably 50 people. There are about eight people, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people in the restaurant. When a man walks in, all black, mask, you know, ski mask type on, starts waving his gun around and starts collecting um, money and phones or watches or whatever from the from the customers. And there's one gentleman in kind of in a gray shirt is back to you. He's, you see he's kind of fiddling around maybe reaching into his coat as the perpetrator is, is going by and the perpetrator goes, collects all his things. And then just as he passes past, back, passes back past the man in the gray shirt, he pulls, the man in the gray shirt pulls out a firearm and, and shoots the perpetrator. And, you know, then the story goes, he goes about giving all the money back to the customers and he left and then he, Finally came back to the police with, I believe, with his attorney. And my question is, should you conceal carry or not? Because now this man 
you know, the gun that the perpetrator had was not a real gun. It was a toy. He's shot and killed him. Now he's going before a grand jury. And now his fate is in the hands of, of the, the system. And anytime you're carrying a firearm and you pull it out and use it, you're, you're, you're fate, you're, you're, you know at that point in time when you make that decision that you could potentially be facing criminal actions depending on how that action is viewed from the outside. And there are a lot of things that can go into that decision in terms of the way that the police evaluate it. And some of it can, can be a little prejudice. If you, if the ammunition used was hollow points, if you show a, or demonstrate some past history of practicing with your weapon can mean that you maybe went into it with more of an anticipation of using it. And all those things are stacked against you. So my question is, is it worth it? Is the risk worth it? Is it worth pulling out your firearm and using it? Especially like in this case, the gun was not pointed directly at him. He had not used it. It ended up being a toy, which you you know, you've seen toys today that are not very easily distinguished between the, the real ones and the other ones, especially if you if they don't have their orange barrel cap on them. But, you know, what do you do? What? How do you make that? How do you process that decision? And I think it's something that people think about. I, I, I carry concealed. I don't do it as much as I should. There are times I don't carry concealed. I go and sometimes it's, it is I... You know, in all honesty, I go in waves. I will carry, get in the habit, and then I'll lose, get out of the habit. It gets easier, just run out of the house, you know, that type of thing. I once heard somebody saying, you know, that when you, 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 you are picking and choosing when you conceal carry, that you're, you're just guessing and you hope you guess right. And, but sometimes too, when you use that weapon, you're guessing and did you guess right? And so, because the risks are very significant. My opinion of this particular shooter, is I'm not going to question what he did. If I am in a restaurant and he's with somebody else, I don't know who that person is. If it's a son, brother, whoever, it might be just a friend. But if I'm in a restaurant and I've got my kids there, I've got my wife there, I've got friends there, whatever, and somebody comes in and they have a gun and they're waving it around and they haven't actually completely demonstrated that they have an intention of using it, they're using it. They're kind of threatening with it. I can't tell it's real or not. If I get an opportunity, and I have my gun, if I get an opportunity where I can engage with them, would I do it? And I, yes, I would. Because to me, the life of those people, my life, those people that I'm with, their lives are more important than any risk that might come from the consequences of those decisions. And that's what you're weighing is what is the consequences of those decisions. And so, you know, being an armed citizen is a is a big responsibility. And we need more armed citizens out there. And we need people to go out and when they these events happen, celebrate the armed citizen because that person made a very difficult decision. Made a decision that with that may not work out in their best interest long term. They could be having legal fees, all those types of things. And, you know, there's there's insurance and things like that you can get. And I don't I don't support any of those. I've carried it before. I don't have any, you know, but 
because how well it works, I'm still questioning. I'd love somebody to, to suggest one to me that that is really good and, and is proven. But irregardless, should you carry concealed? And my belief is, yes, every citizen should. Do they? No. Even in my own household, no. Should you know how to use a gun? Yes. Um, because you've got to be able to protect yourself. And that is one of the privileges of having the Second Amendment. And if we had more armed citizens out there, we would be a safer place. We would have less crime. People would be think twice before they walk into a restaurant in Texas waving a gun because they may not walk out of there because their gun may be outnumbered by the other guns. That's where we need to be. We need to take it seriously, though. We need to weigh those consequences and go on. So I encourage everybody, get your, you know, if you can constitutionally carry, constitutionally carry. If you need a license where you're at, go get a license and carry. And carry as much as you can. Be as safe as you can. It's, it, it is wise because you don't want to be in a position where you need that gun and you don't have the ability to use it. That is what those guns are for, is to protect ourselves. And we need to be able to do that. I appreciate you listening. I'm Jeff Dowdle. It's the Live to Shoot Podcast. Take care and have a